This episode of The Gentleman's Brotherhood is brought to you in part by the generosity of our supporters on Patreon. To unlock an exclusive selection of perks, including early access to our content and your name in the credits of future videos, please visit patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. Men are stronger together, but unfortunately many of us turn to isolation in moments of challenge. In The Gentleman's Brotherhood, we believe that challenges make the man and that we are much stronger when we band together to solve these problems. When we unite, we can witness the challenges shaping us and collaborate to come out the other end stronger and wiser. On this episode of The Gentleman's Brotherhood, I am joined by the founders of Heroes Men's Mastermind, a group of men who come together to pursue perfection together. Sami Villanueva and Brandon Holder are the men behind this mastermind group and will help us explore ways in which we can defy any limiting preconceptions of what being a man is all about. You're listening to The Gentleman's Brotherhood. Hello, gentlemen. Welcome once again to The Gentleman's Brotherhood. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, and today I am joined by two excellent gentlemen who I've been getting to know over the past few months, and these are the men behind Heroes Men Mastermind. We have Sami Villanueva and Brandon Holder. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, man, thank you for having us. This is exciting. You know, we are all isolating, quarantined in our own homes, but, you know, the men are fighting uh, to, to unify and to connect, and I'm just grateful that, that you're leading that charge and uh, yeah, we're really excited for, for today's show. Thank yeah, you. Juan, thank you for having us. It was exciting to, uh, you know, speak with you a week or so back and just get to know your insight and things. And um, I just see your mindset is very clear headed and I love the uh, content that you share and the value that you produce for your, your community. And I'm sure your men appreciate it very much so. So appreciate you having us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, and I'm excited to, to have the conversation today because we had a conversation last week and, and it was a very good dialogue where we tackled a lot of the things that, are, that men are struggling with in, in society today. And that's what we're doing together. Uh, I, I really feel honored that we are taking this, taking this bull by the horns and we understand that there are challenges out there, but that we have to face them head on. And, and we definitely want to hear your perspective on it. So in, for what I know and what I've interacted with your, with your brand and with your group, you, you have a very, a very peculiar approach to helping men in their journey. Normally, we see the, the finished product. We hear the stories about the men who've made it, the men who've, who've reached the pinnacle of their career, men who have made ripples with the different things they've, they've encountered, challenged, and conquered. And in, in, in your approach, I love that you're speaking to the regular man who has the ambition to reach the highest levels of his development, but you focus on the fact that we are all in that process and how we tackle the challenges is how we shape the man we ultimately, ultimately become. Mm -hmm. So that's the topic for, for this, this conversation today is that, is how that challenge actually forms the man. And I want to start by getting to know a little bit from each one of you. And in particular, I want to hear a challenge that you are going through today that you know has the potential of really paying dividends in the future and forming you as a man. So if we can, let's start with Sammy. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, what, what more relevant crisis or challenge to, to speak on than what we're going through right now with the coronavirus? You know, this is, uh, this is unprecedented, right? At least in our lifetime, this is a unique, unique situation. Everyone is quarantined and, you know, people are dying. The, the economy is being affected. People are being laid off. There's no jobs, right? And so this, this crisis really can create some clarity. Uh, I think if we have and lean into the opportunity that a crisis can present, a lot of good can come out of it. So uh, what, what, what I'm struggling, the, the early struggles I had when we first came into this crisis was thinking that my regular routine or my regular schedule 
was going to be able to maintain throughout this crisis. And I immediately found out that that's not that's not true. And that's not even possible. Right. So, uh, you know, I have three young daughters. I have a five year old, a three year old and a six month old. I have a wife. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm working from home and doing, you know, client calls on the, on the regular and being in close quarters with them while they're trying to do school and learning and activities. Uh, we weren't able to operate as, as normal. And, you know, what we went through as a family was recognizing that that was first a struggle and first created some negative feelings of like, uh-oh, this is really impacting me. I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little I'm a little uh, disappointed in the way my day's turning out. It's not going the way I planned. But then recently what my wife and I have done and, you know, really through the, through the I guess, the connection and community of my other brothers in the heroes groups, just sharing ideas and, and communicating and talking is it's opened up ideas of resetting and, you know, changing up what the, what the normal looked like or the routine looked like. And so what we did was we investigated and we tried different routines. And now we're, we're coming into a, a newer season uh, of a different type of routine to adapt in this crisis. And truthfully, I, I'm getting some blessings that I never would have imagined. You know, my wife and I are growing closer than ever. My, my daughters and I are just having so much fun with each other in the small cracks of time and just throughout the day that we're able to see each other. And uh, truthfully, I'm able to connect with some amazing people that I would have never been able to do uh, if it wasn't for this uh, or if it wasn't for me leaning into the opportunity that a crisis presents. So that's uh, I, that from my perspective. And then, uh, yeah, I'll pass it back over to you, brother. I really appreciate that clarification when you say that it is not because this is happening to you or that you're in the middle of it. It's because you leaned in to the opportunity that was within it. So I see that that change of mindset, that change of, of point of view uh, has, has an impact. So for someone who may be going through the same, where they find this new normal challenging, changing the perspective, changing the way they're looking at it and really trying to harvest those hidden uh, blessings, as you described it, it, it's a very important way to do it. Now, how, how about you, Brendan? Would you say that there's any, uh, any particular challenge that you're going through right now, you have gone through recently that you think is shaping out who you will be at the end of, uh, of that challenge in particular? Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, the whole thing's been a challenge. I think I've, every human being um, on this planet right now could say, this is a new challenge that we've been presented with and um, how we've <clears throat> respond to it ultimately becomes, you know, what were the progression where it's going to take us towards, you know, where we can get our mindset in our thinking. In. And for me, you know, that became where I worked in a place where I'm interacting with customers on a constant daily basis, face to face most of the time. Um, and now I didn't have that inter interaction with, with team members and, and uh, customers in that sense. And so bringing work home was a big shift for me because I am not used to standing in front of a computer screen or in my cell phone, you know, four or five, six, seven hours a day sometimes doing work through that. And that started to create some little anxiety in myself. So that was a challenge I was starting to feel like, okay, what do I need to do here? And I really, the main key focus that I began to think is let's do it. Let's reset, Brandon. Let's just go back to some basics of things that you know to do to take care of yourself, to get your mind right so you can start thinking very clearly and move you in the right direction and get that focus and, and, and you know, that mindset back towards the right direction. Um, and through that, you know, through that struggle of adapting and changing through that, I was able to really get a clear mindset and start to begin to um, think more wisely and just plan more accordingly to where I want to go in my life and where we're headed. And, you know, it takes education, but you have to know what distractions are because there's a lot of things we could be tuning into. And that was an issue for me, man, I'm on like this social media and this and that, and like hearing from this person, hearing from that person. And so pick your sources wisely. And, you know, and thankfully we have this community with the heroes that we lean upon where it's a source and a resource for men to come and kind of get clarity and focus and direction. And that's what I love about, you know, having this heroes group. And that's been a big crucial part in just staying connected and moving forward for me. That's great. And you both have mentioned the community aspect and 
definitely is something that is very valuable to us in the Gentleman's Brotherhood. And I see in, in your mastermind as well. As a matter of fact, not, not so many nights ago, you guys had a packed house in, in the video conferencing where you had interactions with, with men. Uh, do you remember anything in particular that came out from, from that interaction that you would like to share with, uh, with our listeners? I can hit on one thing, you know, one thing that we do with our interactions is we like to break out and la allow men to um, ask, answer questions that we pose and then also bring about discussion and through those questions and discussion in smaller groups and in within that that same uh, conference call, uh, we're able to problem solve and just kind of sharpen each other's iron and gain ideas, insights, or just even encouragement and motivation. Um, at the least, you know, and so that's something that I saw within that last meeting that we just did was powerful. It, yeah. yeah, no, I, I would just add to that and just agree. You know, it's interesting you said that right now, Brandon, it comes to mind because I've been thinking about, you know, what, what do we, how do we label this? How do, what do we call it? Because there's so many places that are out there. I mean, you know, Juan, we're in an information age there, you know, there's so much information out there. There's so many things going on that, you know, we don't necessarily want to just pour content or pour the right answers into the men. We want to allow discussion and connection. And as you were talking right now, Brandon, this came to mind. So we got to make sure this is documented, right? So it's like men manifest through mouthing, right? So like when we talk, men go through this process of like, figuring out solutions, pulling, pulling on the hero that's inside of them, pulling on the gentleman that's inside of them. All of us, all of us have that better version of ourselves that we have inside. And when we talk, we, we allow that to like manifest and, and it's a beautiful thing. And so we've noticed that maybe a, a, a few months ago in one of our meetings that we had a guest speaker do this for us and it was totally revolutionary, revolutionary for us. And that's something that is a stable in our, in our meetings now is taking the content piece, but then really giving the majority of the meeting to the men to discuss and to, and to manifest what, what's inside their minds and their hearts. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Especially when, when you talk about the dynamics that come from leading a group is another thing that I have noticed. So I, I like that we have that in common where I do have a point of view. And obviously considering that I've uh, done some work with some great men to put together curriculums and in some sort of outline to help men in their, in their journey, I cannot allow that to be a, a restriction on the development of the men who are being part of the gentleman's brotherhood. They, they have enough, oftentimes the answers to the questions that they are asking, but it does require that manifestation of the, or that externalization of the idea. And often I, you have this cacophony in your mind, all these ideas bouncing around, all these different preoccupations, and all it takes is for you to quiet all that down and then just project whatever it is that you mean. And it's almost like you're hearing someone else saying it, that light bulb goes on. So I'm glad that you're having that, uh, that experience in, in your mastermind as well. Now, I did want to, to talk about connections. Clearly, one, one thing that's happening in our culture right now is that we are forced to maintain distance from one another in, in, in the effort to prevent the spread of this disease. And we are encouraged to, to self-isolate and, and have this distance that, although physical, could be emotional and psychological yet we found ways to put a stop to that what would you say uh, out there to someone who perhaps feels isolated mentally and emotionally at the same time that they're feeling the same in in a physical way what what advice would you have for them to help them in in that connection mending yeah, that's a, I love that. And, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot because what we talk about in the heroes group is that men already before this crisis was they, we were going through a crisis of isolation already of aloneness already of, of pulling in, you know, to be alone. And yes, we may have been going through and working and maybe showing up to hang out with the buddies on the weekend to watch sports, but really the deeper connections were already in isolated realm. And so we, we really work hard in the heroes community to, to encourage the man to, to explore in a safe place. And I think the point I want to make is I would venture into exploring where your safe places are. 
Um, and I think a big reason that men don't go out and extend uh, physically or emotionally or, or, or whatever mentally is because they're, uh, they're, there's a little bit of insecurity. It's, you know, I suffered from this early on. I, what if I don't measure up? What if I'm not the same? What if, I, what if I'm looked at differently or looked down upon? And, and I think it's really important to find a safe place like the Gentleman's Brotherhood, like the Hero's Mastermind, that umbrellas the entire community with unconditional love. Because with that soil, now you're able to explore without having to worry about, uh-oh, I tripped up or, uh, you know, you're almost encouraged. Let, let's mm -hmm. find the trip ups. Let's find the failures. Let's, let's talk through the, the struggles. And I think the key piece is, is for any listeners and viewers is find that, that safe place, find the gentleman's brotherhood, lean into that, work with a group like the Heroes Group or find something that, that works for you um, so that you can explore uh, what that feeling is like, you know, to have connectedness and relationships. Nice. I, I appreciate that invitation. Brandon, how about you? What do you think? Yeah, just to, you know, add on what Sammy had already said um, so beautifully is, you know, what he kind of, the point he really made there is, is exploring, it causes you to be intentional about that. Mm. You know, we have forced uh, association through work, through business, through family. Um, we can't get around those. Those are set there. Those are in place. Um, you know, they might change here and there a little bit just as people come and go, but the intentionality of who we actually truly choose to and desire to be around is our choice. And, and that's the beautiful thing about love and what Sammy commented on on unconditional love is it's, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. And that's why we bring men into that, this, this environment. And, you know, that, that soil that Sammy's talking about is just, it's, it's a beautiful thing for something to blossom and grow into. And that's, I mean, with what we do with the Underground Heroes podcast is exactly that. We're exploring and discovering um, the challenges and struggles of these men um, and bringing them out of the soil. So they're, you know, they're starting to sprout up and, and be seen and it's beautiful. So I love that visual. And I want to, for those who perhaps are listening and haven't seen the name of the group, Heroes you in your brand have written as H-E-R-O-S-E. -E. So he rose. So you're, the metaphor that you're using about a fertile ground upon which men of good manners, men of good quality, men of good intentions can come together to help each other grow. I think it's a beautiful metaphor. And, and I commend you guys for, for that. Now, I do have a question. You use the, you use the word love. And coincidentally, today I was thinking about that. I, I have men in my life that are not just my family, they're my friends, to whom I, I say, I love you, brother. And love is not an easy word to use for many men for, for a variety of reasons, perhaps the way that they were brought up, the way that their friends look into it. But there is a love between men that is not a romantic love. It is a love of, of compassion, a love of friendship, a love of encouragement. Can you tell me a little bit more about what your relationship is with that word and how you use it ideally with, with the men of the Heroes Group? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'll start with Brandon and I. You know, we're, we're the founders and, um, you know, every time we get off the call, uh, we, you know, I say, love you, brother. And, um, you know, it's, it, one, it's, it's important because I'll, I'll just give you some context to the background of where I came from. I, I came from a background of not experiencing that from a, from a male figure in my life, even with my brother, um, is still to this day in, in, in my family, some of the males don't necessarily express that. And I remember one particular time when, you know, my, my parents had a really rough, you know, couple of nights and it looked like it was, you know, the, the, the marriage was going to be splitting. And I reached out to my dad and, you know, I told him, I love you and I'm here for you. Um, and, you know, we came back on a Sunday morning as a family, there was still wounds and there were still hurting and there was still this turmoil. And my father, for whatever reason, gave me the, um, gave me the lead on, you know, where, where we ought to go as a family. And, uh, you know, what, what we ended up doing was, there were some things that we'd put into practice. And one of the things that we put into practice was hugging each other and saying, I love you every single time we interacted with each other or left. And what I told them was, it's going to be uncomfortable for a while. And that's only because you haven't done it yet. 
right? And so when you, when you start doing it and actively practicing it, I think what it does is it allows the emotions that are truly there to, to rise to the surface, you know, and, and don't run away from it being uncomfortable. It is going to be uncomfortable a couple of times at the beginning, but once you start opening that door and, and allowing the repetition to um, create some, some uh, regularity, then the emotions of what you really feel can, can come out. And so we, Brandon and I do that. And we, we say it to the guys uh, at the end of every single call, you know, that we love them and that we're here for them. So uh, yeah, Brandon, you want to add to that, brother? Yeah, there's another side to that. You know, that's a very soft skill side of love that we, we incorporate, um, you know, because we're emotional beings and we have those feelings and those sensitivities and, and that's great. But there's another side to it that we talk about that we speak the truth and love to each other as well. And that could come sometimes, you know, we understanding each other more because as we connect and grow in our relationships together, we have that ability to understand how to speak to another man. And sometimes we have to tell them the truth and truth sometimes hurts. And, um, but because we lay that foundation of unconditional love, the truth is softened and we can come out of it. And so you can just see so much progress in men's lives when you're able to come to them and speak truth to them in their lives that, you know, that's going to help them rise up and get out of those ruts. Um, and you know, and just, there's a, there's a wise uh, man out there who wrote a book and, you know, it's called the Bible and there's scriptures and there's scriptures that say, you know, there's no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. There's no greater love, you know, and you ought to lay down your life for your brethren and for your community and for your fellow, you know, fellow um, men in your groups and, and families and so forth and beyond that. But yeah, those are some pieces of love that we incorporate. That's powerful. That was powerful. And I, I know there are a lot of people that are going to identify with the, the different points of views that you've you've expressed and i i it's funny that you say that you close your interaction with your with your groups by saying that you love them and the reason i was thinking about it was because uh, a man that i listened to is a youtuber that i that i admire tremendously he always says that at the end of his of his uh his program uh, joe scott is his name he has a Answers with Joe is his YouTube channel. If you're if you're into science, into interesting topics, this this is the man. Anyway, but listening to him, he, he says that I love you guys, and it, it struck me as interesting because I have my best friend, and I'll say I love you, brother, and I have a lot of men that I that are part of my fraternity that we've expressed that, and there's always someone who makes it weird, right? So, but it's, it's like, okay, yeah. You always you know, have the, one of those. Yeah, don't say, okay, you don't have to say it three times. Yeah, I know you love me, enough. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, there are people that they go through their life without experiencing this, period. I have a very close friend who, who recently mentioned that it was not a practice in his family because of the culture that he came from for his father to express love verbally to say that I love you or, or any expression related to it or to give them uh, a hug. It, it, it's, it's different. So for some man, it, this is completely alien, even though it is such an integral component of, of human connection, a touch in the arm, like, hey, buddy, you know, I'm with you whenever you need some support or a handshake, a hug, uh, a kind word. Those are things that they're important to us, even if if we don't know it. So I admire that you've incorporated this into your into your group. With this whole uh, coronavirus thing, things may be different with that that touch part too. Though there might oh. be some, you know, it's it's the mind, you know, it's going to shift a lot of people's mindsets towards that. I have friends who are like, I can't wait to hug people again, and then other friend, other people are like, I'm so glad because I've never liked it anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, that is so, so it, true. it's going to be interesting though, because as a society and just, you know, you know, the world, humankind, there's going to be those reservations initially, I think, and it, to work through that, you know, but it's, it's, you know, you can always love people at arm's distance too. So that's, it's, it's that's all true. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so deeply ingrained in the culture though, that I, I find it difficult to see a society that doesn't engage in it. Perhaps people will be more cautious, I would imagine. And, and hopefully we can help them in that process as we learn and as we witness how this is evolving, perhaps give some pointers out as to how to, how to approach it. And there are people that are very yep. uncomfortable with human touch, and that is a reality. 
Yeah. Um, you know what? I think it, it, it's just going to give the rest of the world a feeling of what men feel like normally. You know, when we hug and we connect, it's like, you know, this is how, how I grew up is just like, you know, hugging other guys and, you know, loving and leaning into that. It's like, oh, okay. And, you know, I, I think it's, uh, I'm going to be one of the crazy ones that just goes out and hugs everyone. Because <laughs> like to, I like to disrupt, like in, in the workplace, it, it reminds me, it, I don't know if you've ever noticed this guys, but the, the, the men and women, when they say like coworkers or colleagues, you like hug each other, but then like you see a man, you like, you like shake his hand. And so when, when I come into a situation like that, I do the opposite, right? So I hug the man and I shake the hands of the woman. <laughs> Just a, a little throw, bit. Throw that's it for about, a spin. That's, that's kind of what I do too. <laughs> that's interesting. The Gentleman's Brotherhood is made possible in part by the generosity of our supporters on Patreon. Our supporters unlock access to benefits, including an insider's look into the Sepulveda studio, exclusive access to bonus content, instant access to a secret podcast called The Chamber, and much more. To help support the creation of content that makes a difference in the lives of men, visit patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. Now, one another thing that I wanted to talk about in, in the different conversations we have in our respective groups, you have, you have different points of views because you have people that have different strengths and they have different backgrounds and they have all these different components that make them unique. What would you say is, is one way that we can leverage the strengths of, of the different men that are part of our group? How, how do we make this, you know, to keep that um, allegory, how do we make our environments, our connecting groups, a fertile ground in which the strengths of each other can come together and, and being, become basically part of, of one strength? How, how would you go about doing that? Yeah, I, I've, I'll, I'll jump on that one first. The, the first thing that comes to mind is realizing that a community or a, a brotherhood or a mastermind is a, it's a two-way street, right? So it's, it's you're, you're a part of the group to add value, but you're also a recipient of getting value and getting things added to you. And if you only take one of those routes, then the, the, the circle is, is, is interrupted. The, the cycle is interrupted. And I think entering into the responsibility and the, and the role of, you know, yes, I'm going to add value, but I'm also going to be receiving. So one, I think being open-minded uh, to everyone's perspective and learning from everyone, but then also being encouraged to, to share and to add value. You know, one of the, uh, the analogies that we like to use is, you know, we tell the guys that our, our mastermind is like the gym. It's, it, you know, it's there, you know, it can help you. But if you don't get up and come in and participate and engage in the activities that take place in the in the in the realm or in the in the facility, then nothing's going to happen. I can't magically smack you over this microphone or through this video to change your life. You got to engage in it and you got to come and participate in it as well. And that beautiful participation allows for this compounding effect of learning and growth and and just so many other things. That's, that's very good. And have you noticed anything when it comes to the strengths? Do you, because I'm sure there's a, a delineation. There are some people who are very open to, to put their strengths out there and share what they know. And you have other people that perhaps may be more, more passive. How, how do you reconcile that? Is there anything you do uh, in, in your group to, to try to encourage the, the more quiet ones to actually come to the, to the forefront and, and open up? Yeah, Brian, you want to you want to speak to that, and then I'll add a piece. Um, I, I I think mostly what we do is allow that interaction and discussion in smaller groups, within the bigger group. Um, a lot of the guys I don't see just many of the guys who because we always say our group's for who it's for, and a lot of the men who are attracted to the group and end up staying and sticking, um, they really have their sights on big things and. Um, you know, so that interaction piece is huge, but one way we offset that is through just the small group discussions and brainstorming and masterminding in that way. 
Um, that's been a big, big key thing. And then, you know, we have men who outside have even stepped out and these are the stories I love and they've stepped out and they've reached out to another brother on the outside to help them with specific problems even. And that's where their gifts and talents get to get used to the maximum ability is that one-on-one, but it was created through the group, but then cast out through, you know, the connections and relationships that were formed and that's a beautiful piece of it. So. Yeah, and the the other thing that that came to mind was just the two things that we give opportunity for in in different strengths, right? The two things that came to mind was we have something called the Heroes Wingman system, which is a, a partnership or an accountability system of two men in the group who check in on a weekly basis, and you know having an accountability partner allows for you know those two parties to to be involved in each other's life and to speak wisdom and truth into each other's life. And the other aspect is the challenge. We, we have challenges, monthly challenges and quarterly challenges. Um, and, and through this challenge, as we, as we do this challenge as a group, what we all do in the community is we're very good at edifying and calling out people who are doing well in a particular area. You know, I know one of the more quiet, quiet guys, the, he's like an IT guy. He was just killing it in one of our fitness challenges recently. He didn't post a lot and talk that much, but because of his success in the fitness category in that challenge, he was almost like the leading voice of, you know, the challenge in, in the fitness realm. And we just encouraged that. And so really uh, encouraging people's strengths when, we, when we're able to see them. That's great. Now with, with groups in, you know, trying to keep in line with the topic of the challenge making the man. One of the challenges that I see people getting involved in is that the internet seems to be a a fertile ground for vitriol. You'll have people that will get offended by things. You get people that become aggressive in the way that they respond to things, especially respond to challenges. And in the Gentleman's Brotherhood, of course, we try to focus on how do you tackle courageously interactions and challenges from people without sacrificing courtesy. Is there anything in particular that you do whenever you have someone who, who gets a little hot under the collar and starts uh, becoming a little bit of a nuisance? Do you have any method or any, any kind of skill set that you put to, put to practice when things like that come to the surface? Yeah. So the, you know, the amazing thing, uh, gratefully, you know, we have really just created an environment and an ecosystem where, um, you know, I, I, if I'm thinking about it instinctfully, this, this unconditional love piece that we set down as the forefront allows for a lot of uh, defenses to be lowered um, and allows for a lot of transparency and vulnerability. And I think once that once that is received by the participants or by the people who come into the group, um, they, they start realizing that, you know, we're not against each other and we're for each other and it, it lessens the chances, you know, to tell you the truth, we, we really haven't had um, many incidences like that. I can think of one that's kind of similar was at a live event and, you know, all we did was, um, you know, I, I personally moved in to interact with him on a, on a one-to-one basis and just really did my best to show him again unconditional love and in, invite him to participate in in uh, in the activities that were taking place. Uh, but yeah, so I, I would say those would be my tips: is to you know write lead with unconditional love and then invite the person along for the journey. Um, and I you know when when you when you do that, you seek to understand as opposed to being understood first. And the, it's really hard to to be aggressive or, or angry or irate where the ecosystem and the environment around you is totally opposite to that. Yeah. That culture is a definitely a huge piece that Sammy was hitting on there. Um, and that's set, set up at the offset and the bars kept high and it's, it's there. It's not getting lowered for anything. And that's the key really that I think Sammy and I have focused on. And, um, another thing is, is, you know, with, with men, we kind of, some things that we talk about and we teach is, you know, essentially you're competing with yourself. You're competing with creating your habits and disciplines and setting your goals and moving forward in your life. And, you know, you're coming to heroes because you're going to get the encouragement and the support and the, you know, information or whatever it might need be to excel you faster towards those dreams and goals and desires that you have. Um, And so when men have that mindset in there, it just, it doesn't leave very much room for, 
you know, those quarrels or, or, or upset things to happen. And I'm sure they will because, you know, we're men and, and life is crazy. Um, but it's, it's definitely on an individual, um, you know, uh, incident by incident basis, I would suppose. Brendan, you and Sammy have put together your, this company and the group and, and all of that. And I would imagine that you have some strengths and some weaknesses. I, I would like to hear how is the dynamic between the two of you? What would you say, Brendan, is your strength when it comes to your participation and your contribution to, to Heroes Mastermind? Definitely the relationship piece. I love diving in there and connecting with the men and just building those relationships and continuing going on that ongoing. Um, you know, relationships are the glue that hold things together. And that's one of the more strengths that I do have. Weakness, definitely this technology piece. You know, we're trying to, you know, grow the community and just impact more men. And, you know, that part, I can't wrap my head around very well. And thankfully, I have Sammy, who's just, maybe he's, feels that's a weakness for him, but he seems to have a better hold on it than I do. And, uh, you know, we'll eventually, we'll eventually be looking to hire a social media manager. <laughs> nice. Nice. So we're How looking about- for one, if anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. How about you, Sammy? How do you, how do you feel like, what would you say is your strength in, in, in this, uh, binary system? Mm. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think the first thing I want to hit on, man, is just, uh, my, my brother's strengths, you know, Brandon, uh, you know, he's always been, uh, a man that I looked up to, he, his heart is, is so large and he just, he truly leads with his heart in everything that he does. And every single time a, a, a new person meets him or one of the members meets him or gets to know him, you know, they fall in love with, with him and his, his, just his spirit and his energy, his positiveness. And just is like he said, he's, he's a master with relationships and truly loving on the people. Um, and also he's, he's not telling you this, he's, he's a master with, the, the, the business end of things and where we're headed strategy wise and idea wise. And, uh, you know, when we get on a call with each other, we're like, we're like just chalking things up on the board and just throwing ideas together. And we just, we mesh really well. So, uh, yeah, man, kudos to, to Brandon. And, and I just love being on this journey with him. As far as me for the, for the strength, man, you know, I, I think I, I really receive and communicate the vision as best as I can. You know, I, I'm a big, I'm a big vision guy and I just, I've always been like that. And, you know, I think a secondary or binary uh, strength to that is I pull the trigger probably faster, sooner than I should or faster than I should. But what happens with that is I'm able to get data and traction and find out how to fix what, what was not maybe working right where where maybe some men think about it and ponder on it and think about it and ponder on it i get this vision i got this big idea and i'm like let's pull the trigger right now let's figure it out let's find out what happens and you know brandon and i are able to figure that out along the way together so uh yeah that's that's, good uh, it's it's definitely working and and i i commend you for that and you see one one thing that that we can pull from from your answer that i think many men out there could benefit from if you think about right now we are in a situation where we we have to adapt things are scary in the financial world there are there are a lot of things that people are concerned about and there's no there's no lack of people reminding us and telling us what what else is going wrong so having that mentality of not shying away from a challenge and actually going for it let's okay let's get this done I don't know how to do it. How do I learn how to do it? Who do I partner up with that has that skill set that can help me do it? Those are all ways that I see that in which a man who is going through a difficulty, who is going through a challenge, is is forming himself to a better individual just by acting and and getting things done. Now th- there is a balance. Obviously, you you could be you could be rash and just go full throttle and, and say yes to everything and, and try everything. Right. Or you could be very shy and very conservative and you want to analyze everything. And neither of those two extremes I find to be, to be ideal. There is, there is a sway or there is a, there's a gradient. And, and somewhere in between those two, I, fan, I find men like you who, who are actually 
making decisions fast enough. So like they say, fail fast, right? Get all these no's out of the way so that we can get to a yes. Let's get all these obstacles out of the way so we can get to the finish line. And I think that's a, that's a good lesson to, to derive from this. That kind of reminds me of this like kind of quote. I don't know this specific exact quote of it, but it's kind of in the way of successful people um, analyze enough information to make an educated decision and qu a quick and educated, educated decision. So they're able to make a quick decision, but then they rarely, if not ever, change that decision going forward. And whereas unsuccessful people will, you know, um, take a longer time to make the decision and then change that decision also mm. more frequently. And it's just vice versa of it. And it's just, you know, success on the success path as men who are entrepreneurs, who are husbands, fathers, you know, um, you name it, all the roles that we play in being able to gather the information and analyze it to make a quick decision and then sticking to it is the best route always for, for, for actionable, um, you know, progress towards clarity in purpose. So, yeah, real quick, if I could just add to that, I, 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 it's always on my heart. And when I get, when I get the, the inkling to say it, I feel like I have to, because someone's, someone's listening that needs to hear it. Right. And so this is, this is important because I was told to me, you know, to anyone listening or watching, uh, you're, especially as a man, just know that you're enough exactly the way that you are. Too many times we tie our value to the results that we get. And that can lead down a path of, of really destruction. If you know that you're enough exactly the way that you are right now, you're, you're magnificent in, in the present body, in the present circumstances, exactly how you are, then think about how much fun you can have afterward in going after those results, right? If you remove the value from the results that you can get in the future, you can live in this paralysis of like, what if, right? But if you say and find through a true source and right, Juan can help you, we can help you find that source of how you are truly made is magnificent. You're, you're just enough the way that you are. Now, let's go, let's go conquer the world because it's, it's just a matter of, of having fun. Our value is not tied to it. So yeah, that, that's, that's, that goes perfectly in line with the, the next thing I wanted to ask you, which is the, the effort that we make to elevate men. There's in over the past few years, you've had what seems to be a very popular way to, to belittle the, or, or to make being a man a, a fault as something that we should be embarrassed of. We, we have differences in our life. If, if you were to compare a man biologically to a woman, there are differences in, in how we are made, in the things that we're interested in, the things that we excel in. And there's no problem with that. Uh, we, of course, try to make sure that despite those differences, despite that distinction that, that makes us unique, that we are honoring e each other. It's, it's that symbiotic relationship where I, I don't have the same skill sets that my wife does, and I don't have the same desires and goals. Well, maybe goals. Yeah, we share goals in, in common, but maybe not the same desires when it comes to the the the, the biological uh, point of view, but we, we work together and, and that, that um, ebb and flow that we are together in makes us a greater unit that if we were just independently uh, pursuing things. So I want to explore that a little bit more in this environment where you have many people, not everyone, but there are many people who are advocating for for this sense of shame for men, men and their toxic masculinity and their aggressive ways. How can we elevate men today to be proud of who they are, what they are, the, their role in society and, and, and to help society as a whole move forward with that distinction? Stop doing yeah. stuff. <laughs> stop, stop doing what? <laughs> stop doing stupid stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's some real talk right there a little bit, right? You know, That's true. I, I think a, big, uh, a big part of it, you know, there's a, there's a lot of back and forth with, 
you know, what, what view on toxic masculinity you have. And, you know, uh, we, we talk about taking responsibility, full responsibility. Brandon and I have this belief and we had a, a mentor in our life who said, you know, take responsibility, full responsibility for a situation. And when you do that, you're able to change the, the situation. You're able to change it. Once you place blame on something else or, or, or point the finger, then now you totally lose the ability to change it. So whether you like the way that people are labeling toxic masculinity or not, if you as a man can take full responsibility, even if it's 99% untrue or not accurate in your life, but still taking responsibility for it, then I think it empowers us to change the situation. Um, you know, and, and really just to speak to that, because I, I do believe that there is a, a stigma out there that, that we have. And, you know, Brandon and I were actually talking about this last night where we, we like to call this, the, this, this toxic masculinity or this version of men that's out there the villain. And, you know, the, because we're the heroes, right? So it's down that path of, of sticking to that theme. But this villain that is imposed out there that we got to be tough, that we can't cry, that we got we to gotta man up and we, we're the ones who wear the pants and there's all these different things, right? There's that villain. And, you know, the interesting thing is that I think a lot of men are insecure about living up to that because really it's not it's not realistic and it's not and it's not who we are and so instead of stepping into changing that identity what we do is we we step back into again isolation and we go down the easy path of just I don't want to raise my voice. I don't want to say anything. I'm just going to not do anything. I'm going to fall down the easy path. And what happens is when you start suppressing those feelings, suppressing your voice and going down the easy path, life gets hard and, and really problems arise. That's where violence comes from. That's where anger comes from. That's where broken families come from. And so what we say in the heroes group is, you know, you, you, again, you need a safe place. You need a place of unconditional love so that you can act, at least explore what the hero's version of yourself is. What's the better version of yourself? And I think the society, toxic masculinity, it doesn't allow for exploration of who every individual man is. Um, yeah, I hope that answers that question. No, that's, that's very good. I mean, really, those are just like um, <clears throat> labels of mindsets and, and beliefs, right? You know, and it's so in a sense, on, on, on men, as, as, a, as mankind, you know, we have, we're, we're given these limiting beliefs now. And so really kind of saying, taking a stand and just, and, and, and taking action as we've talked about so, so many times on this and just kind of undoing those limiting beliefs really is, is a powerful, um, you know, way of getting out of those ruts per se. So. Excellent. Yeah. I, I, I do love the fact that, I'm not alone in this, in, in this battle. I am proud that to have men like you walking with me to, to help other men out there. I, I think we're very fortunate that we get to look at the current situation, see how we can contribute the best in order to motivate men to really become that, that, that reach that level of excellence. We all have the capacity to do it, to really have an impact in our families, in our community, and even in society as a whole. So I'm, I'm grateful that you guys are taking this seriously, that you are actually putting the work to bring men together in community, in collaboration to actually achieve that, that level of perfection that we seek. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. that one. We appreciate that very so much because it's just that's something that Sammy and I always talk about is it's we're in this for the long term. We're not going anywhere. Um, you know, our journeys as men, it doesn't just stop on day one. We have a breakthrough. It doesn't stop there. There's going to be new challenges. There's always an ongoing need with the progression of our, our, our journeys and success paths. And it's just that's we're not going anywhere. And we've rooted ourselves down. We're building that foundation deep into the ground and we're building up from there yeah man that's uh right on with that brother i we're we're, we're shoulder to shoulder shoulder to shoulder virtually and you know because we're we're on the opposite ends of this of the united states you know i'm in california we're in california and florida and just it but it's a beautiful thing of this connection that we've built uh, through this medium of technology and yeah, man, you're not in it alone and you know, we're not in it alone. I'm grateful for you and getting to know you and just, I'm really looking forward to see how heroes and the gentlemen's brotherhood can, could stand as a force for good, um, for men out there as, as a larger whole. You know, we said this before we hit record, we, we wear different jerseys, you know, we wear the heroes jersey, you wear the gentlemen's brotherhood, but we're on the same team and that's the team of, of the better man that's out there. And, you know, one thing that I'll just, you know, say, um, is, 
if, if you're going through life and there's nothing that is uncomfortable for you, if you're not feeling a challenge push up against you, that's the dangerous place to be. Because when it's calm and when the routine is smooth and when you're just com complacently just floating through life, be, be cautious. And so what we, what we want to make sure you do is you lean into these challenges so that you can be transformed when you come out of them. I love it. The challenge forms the man. Perfect, uh, perfect circle in our discussion. I really enjoyed the conversation we had last week. For those listening who haven't uh, checked that out yet, we're going to add links in the podcast and in the video so that you can hear our conversation about how do we actually put into practice this effort to take a man and make him better. And we had very interesting discussions. So I'll, I'll link to uh, to their group. Uh, well, their podcast is going to be on the uh, let, let everybody know before we part, where is the best way for them to find the, the podcast? Yeah, um, you can go to weareheroes.com and we have a page that shows all of our podcasts, um, but we're on all the platforms, iTunes and Stitcher and all that. And it's uh, Underground Heroes, Heroes spelled H-E-R-O-S-E. And that's it. We're, we're, we're there. The podcast is tremendous. We've had such great um, feedback from it. And it's exciting to dive in to men's stories and, and, and see where they came from and, and where they're headed and, and everything in between. And it's, it's very powerful in that way. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a place where, where men can find extra inspiration. So like I said, I'm going to add extra links so that they can go check out that uh, interview in particular, that discussion, I think, has a lot of material to help men in, in their pursuit of excellence. If you've liked our conversation today, make sure to share this love for uh, another brother by sharing this conversation with another man. We're not alone, and there are men out there that perhaps haven't had a chance to encounter the, the Heroes Group or the Gentleman's Brotherhood. I encourage you to actually go out there and share with the people you care for so that we can continue spreading this message of elevating men to mm. a place of excellence. So thank you as always for listening to the Gentleman's Brotherhood. And until next time, I wish you courage, courtesy, and the perfection of excellence. Take good care. Before you switch to the next podcast, let me ask you a question. Did you find this episode enjoyable? Did you find any part of it edifying or informative? If so, please consider supporting our show by choosing one of these options. Mainly by sharing it with other men through social media or through your own blog. By leaving a brief rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Or simply by making a purchase in our store at thegentlemansbrotherhood.com. Regardless of the way in which you choose to support the show, thank you. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Good night.